Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It is 510 here in the studio in Pittston, 59 degrees and mostly sunny outside. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, a bunch of things happening in our area, you know, as, as we start to mix things up. And, and we're going to go back and forth here as, as, as we see fit. But you heard about the uh, attorney general here in Harrisburg announcing the uh, guilty plea from a Lackawanna County defense attorney, Corey Calciano, in uh, providing his legal services to four female clients in exchange for sexual acts. That's just one of the things that are going on. You also had the FBI out of the Harvey's Lake area interviewing um, interviewing some individuals, both the mayor um, and some other individuals out there are confirmed to have been interviewed for them. And it appears, and again, just appears that the questions were revolving around their code enforcement um, person out there. So nothing as of yet. There's just been interviews going on. Uh, it didn't say specifically who the target was, but based on uh, what was been reported is it appears the questioning has been around their code enforcement uh, official out there in Harvey's Lake. We also have uh, two bodies were found in a wooded area in Schuylkill County here in Pennsylvania. Now, the bodies were found in a wooded area on Femdel Road about a mile east of Route 209 in New Philadelphia Borough. Pennsylvania State Police said the bodies were found around 3.25 a.m. So this is the coroner's office pronounced both individuals deceased at 6 a.m. State Police say it's an ongoing investigation. So, you know, who found a body at 3.25 a.m. in the morning? Uh, the mere fact that the there wasn't an emergency treatment triage and removal means that it, they were pretty much... Uh, you know, appeared dead to the officials that were there at 325 when they were found or shortly after that. And then the coroner's office came, you know, later that morning to do what they do. But it doesn't say how were they find, found. It doesn't say under what circumstances were they found. It's just saying two bodies found early Tuesday morning in Schuylkill County. And again, uh, the Pennsylvania State Police said the discovery that was made in the wooded area was about 325 a.m. So some questions there on... You know, who was in there? Were they searching for people? Were they specifically looking for someone? Um, A lot of times during this time of year, hunters come across people who've died in the past and were just never found. Uh, That's very common in our area, especially around hunting season. You have that many more people walking around in the woods, which are not normally traversed. And, um, you know, you come across them and, uh, you know, you find Bones, you find, uh, you know, skeletal remains on the ground. You find, you know, a decompo- badly decomposed body. That You know, that happens, that's very common during hunting seasons across the nation, not just here in Pennsylvania. You know, someone was hiking and, and collapsed and couldn't be found. People didn't know where they were hiking, didn't know where they were. They're just a missing person. And, uh, you know, it shows the difference. So that's, that's very common in this area. At 325 in the morning, that's probably not the situation here. So uh, we'll keep an eye on uh, what's going on down there. With that, um, we also had the officers and senior enlisted members of the USS Scranton in our area. They took a 
uh, a tour of the Scranton Cultural Center yesterday. I believe they were touring City Hall today in Merle Sonarski um, and some other areas and the, the VA and such like that. But the commanding officer, I did put out an invitation to them to invite them to the studio, but I only had uh, social media links to the people who were hosting them here, so I don't know if even, they even got the message. But I did you know, request that if they wanted to come into the studio, they were more than welcome to. My son actually did some summer training on the USS Scranton. It's a Virginia class attack submarine, fast attack submarine. Um, he has uh, one of the patches from the USS Scranton when he did serve on it for training that summer that he was in the academy. And it's it's good to see them here. I think it's good for them to come see their community's name namesake. I know the USS New York, which was built from the steel from the, the World Trade Center, was uh, always visits New York. They always have uh, services down there, and and it's that link in the chain they call it, where they're, they're connected. Their ship's name is the USS New York. Here you have the USS Scranton. You know, um, this fast attack submarine, and and I think it's important that their commanding officer and their crew come here and spend some time here and see the people of Scranton and see what Scranton and Northeast Pennsylvania stands for, because it does mean a lot. They do bring that back to their crews especially when you have the chief of the boat, the commanding officer and senior enlisted with them. They, they relay that to their men and women that serve with them on their ship to say, hey, you know, we, we were at the place that our, our boat was named after, and this is what we saw, this is what we learned, this is why we fight. And uh, that's always a good thing. So I, when I see that, I'm, I'm glad to see that. I think there should be more of that, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the skipper and his chief of the boat and his crew were here in Scranton, still here. I believe they're here till either later today or tomorrow. So uh, hopefully they're listening, and Godspeed to the crew of the USS Scranton, especially this day and age where our silent services uh, does a lot out there. What else do we have here? The stolen U-Haul truck. I haven't heard an update on the Wilkes-Barre Township stolen U-Haul truck. It's a 20-foot box truck. They do have a picture of an individual, although it's far away. It's from the back. He's wearing a backpack and a hooded sweatshirt. Look like somebody in his 20s, you know, maybe upper teens, again, by the picture build. Could be low 30s. Again, I said it's a distant shot from the back, had a backpack on. Uh, with his sweatshirt. But if anyone's heard an update on has this box truck been found um, and what's going on with that, you know, I'd love to hear it because this, especially what's going on in the world when you're missing a U-Haul box truck, it does raise red flags to me. It does put, make me very uneasy, especially here in Northeast Pennsylvania, especially with our geographic location to major targets that, that uh, they'd love to hit, especially when something's going on like this. And it doesn't take a highly technical, it doesn't take a well-coordinated attack. We've seen that in the past. We've seen where trucks like this have just run people over on the West Side Highway in New York or other areas. You know, we've seen where they've put in fertilizer in it and what they did in 93 to the World Trade Center. It, it doesn't take a, a well-coordinated attack. It just takes someone with the willpower to want to hurt Americans and want to make a statement, especially when there's turmoil like this going on in the world. So it's something we should all be aware of. And when I say keep your head on a swivel, I, I truly mean that. Oh, we also have a good friend of the show, Riley Gaines, the collegiate swimmer champion in women's sports, and now she's been an advocate for women's sports. She was scheduled to speak at Penn State, and they canceled her. 
after the president of Penn State posted a video on YouTube saying that they have to be tolerant of speakers and they can't look to cancel speakers and the the remedy for bad speech or speech you don't agree with is more speech but then they turned around and went and canceled you know her speech where she was going to on 1010 today she was going to because it's XX the chromosomes for women she was going to have a real woman's uh, appreciation day at Penn State they did have the room reserved now Penn State is pushing back some some members of Penn State is push, are pushing back saying that uh, TPUSA, who reserved the room, didn't file the proper paperwork, but then they pushed back with actually screenshots of their emails saying that the school wouldn't meet with them until after the 30-day deadline was expired, so that's why they didn't get the stuff in on time. So there's a little back and forth there, but she has a video out, if you follow her on social media as well, plus I shared it, where Riley Gaines uh, posts a video of the president of Penn State talking about how you know, more speeches should be welcomed and we shouldn't look to silence speech. But then um, the campus she oversees, Penn State University and main, main campus, um, did just that, canceled her speech. And like I said, to be, for full disclosure, there is back and forth where some people of the student government of Penn State are saying that they didn't pro- fill out the proper forms to reserve the room. And they're saying, no, they did. You just wouldn't meet with us because that's part of, I guess, the process to uh, until after the deadline. So then, of course, it passed. But today's 1010 and um, Riley Gaines is out there um, doing what she does. And we appreciate her standing up for the women in our lives and across America and across the world. I mean, honestly, it shouldn't have to be said that, uh, you know, what she was subject to. And now that she's not at the whims of her college threatening her, threatening her education, threatening her future. You know, we'll see what goes on there. Just trying to get up whatever uh, whatever we didn't get to. Oh, we also have Biden has been interviewed the past two days by the special counsel as far, into his classified documents that were being stored in multiple locations. So that was took place both Sunday and Monday at the White House. He was interviewed by special counsel investigators. That came out. And, um, you know, we'll see what goes on there. That was just interesting news that's going on, especially in the midst of everything like uh, what's going on this weekend. You think they would postpone something like that. But apparently he was interviewed by the special counsel. So those are all the stories that I wanted to get to so far today that I think I I got up with. And it's time for it's uh, yeah, 521. It's, it's past time, time for, <laughs> for traffic and weather. No, my schedule says 521. So. My schedule says it's at 520. Uh, this traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. <clears throat> Thank you for the sound effects, Rob. There, we have slowing on 81 southbound between Scranton and Wilkesbury, various areas. When you're headed northbound on 81, you can expect to hit those brakes and crawl through construction at Waverly uh, as you go toward the Endless Mountains region. It is bumper to bumper with delays on Wilkesbury Township Boulevard between East Northampton Street and um, Blackman Street. So that seems a little frustrating in there. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, W-I-L-K traffic. I'm trying to figure out how to make uh, like weather sound effects. 
Maybe I could do the wind in the background while you do it. There you go. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Wait till you hyperventilate. Your head hits the desk. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, dry, low near 40. Come on, give us low near 40 sounds. <laughs> Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny. Temperatures near 65. Thursday, partly sunny to cloudy. Temperatures in the low 60s. Friday, sun clouds peep in. Come on, say hi. <laughs> Temperatures in the low 60s. It's high of low 60s. Hi, hi. It's the I low 60s. I'm sorry, Currently that... 59 degrees and mostly sunny here at 523. And I'm doing rain sound effects. This is my rain. It's not raining. No raining today. Okay. No rain. Sorry. I was, that's the only other sound. You're I can't do with sun that. sound effects. Oh, this would be a good sun sound effect. That's it. She gone. <laughs> it's 523 here at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 526, 59 degrees and sunny. Well, the U.S. Navy aircraft carrier, the USS Gerald R. Ford, has reached the Mediterranean, the Eastern Mediterranean Sea, the Department of Defense said, um, as military officials work to deter any actors seeking to escalate the situation or widen. The war Israel declared on Hamas over the weekend. The USS Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group was deployed to the area Sunday. It is now on scene. The arrival of the, these highly capable forces to a region is a strong signal of deterrence should any actor hostile to Israel consider trying to take advantage of this situation, said General Michael Eric Krula, the U.S. Central Command Commander. The Jewish state declared war on Hamas terrorists, attacked Israel communities during a sneak assault Saturday morning. We're also getting more images, you know, from from the area. We talked about the Black Lives Matter Chicago, and uh, it looks like they po- picked up on it. Uh, BLM Chicago under fire for pro-Palestine Palestine post. Black Lives Matter ch- uh, Matter chapter in Chicago is under fire for seem- seeming to cheer Hamas attacks on Israel communities, Israeli communities. In a graphic posted on X, formerly Twitter, on Tuesday, the image shows a person paragliding with a Palestinian flag attached to the parachute with I stand with Palestine under it. The post also includes the phrase, that's all that it is. I said uh, readers put contacts on the memes showing the parachuter with the Palestinian flag saying on October 7th, 2023, Hamas terrorists in paragliders attacked a music festival in Israel, killing over 260. And it's drawn condemnation across uh, social media where uh, BLM Chicago's post was blistered by social media users unapologetically standing with butchers and rapists, author and former speechwriter uh, Aviva Klampas tweeted, BLM Chicago, like many leftists, comes out in support of slaughtered innocent people they don't like, GOP commenter and former congressional candidate Robbie Starbuck tweeted. Robbie happens to be a friend. Uh, Jewish lives don't matter to BLM Trapter in Chicago, another user tweeted. We've also seen the photos there. I'm just looking at the updates coming from the New York Post on this to bring to you. The photos of the body bags outside of Kafar Azab, and it's a kibbutz. 
is the farm. I was pronouncing it wrong earlier. I apologize for that. I believe the proper pronunciation of that is kibbutz, which are these community farms, mostly in the rural areas near the border towns. And this is where the aftermath where 40 babies were killed. There's a, a and again, I'm getting this from the New York Post. Here, they're, they're showing a lot of pictures of the doors where um, the doors of the people's residence, where the shots are coming into, where they were trying to gain entrance to the homes to, to massacre the people who were there. So it's, uh, it's, um, Troubling to see how much effort they made to get inside the residences simply to execute the people that were in there. Uh, this wasn't, you know, freedom fighters or or anyone looking to defend themselves or a search for soldiers or policemen or anyone having to do with the security of Israel. This is forcing their way into residences to execute anyone who was inside. Uh, it looks like the air operations as far as protecting our battle group, are already underway. And it looks like Greece is also now sending one of their ships to join as part of a NATO-era uh, effort to uh, join our battle group as well as an international show of force. So um, just looking through to see if there's anything there. We did have the White House press conference, which lasted all of a few minutes. This afternoon, but where the president did note that the death toll for Americans did increase from 9 to 14, and there's 20 or more missing. Some are believed to be have hostages at this point. Now, it's not unusual for us not to hear about specific hostages or how many hostages there are, because they don't want them to know that we know. So the mere fact that we're not hearing specifics about possible hostages and they're being very generic with that is a good thing because if we say john smith is a hostage in uh held by hamas well then they know that we know john smith is a hostage we probably know where he's being held we probably know a lot more and they panic bad things happen then rather than we say hey there's 20 more people missing we don't know what hostages they have they think they're in a safe haven they think they're safe and we send in a special operators team from the USS Gerald Ford via helicopter and search, search and kill them all and get our hostages back. That's how that's supposed to work. So I, you know, when I'm when we don't hear specifics about hostages, how many, where, at this point, that's a good thing because it means that we are monitoring all channels. We'll probably have something in the works once we find out where they're being held. Because believe me, these assets aren't there just for a show. These assets are there to do what I just said if they find out that, hey, there are three Americans being held in this area by this many terrorists. What do we need to do to get them? And we have the assets that specialize in doing just that. Hopefully we get the, any Americans that are still alive back safely. It's 532 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 537 here at the station, uh, Paul stole my thunder. I was going to talk about them being no Powerball winner on Monday. Looks like the next uh, try would be tomorrow, right? So you still have a chance to uh, let your all your dreams come true, uh, however slim they may be. 
Just looking at some text messages coming in. Sorry. It's hard to read and talk at the same time and understand. I could do it, but I then understand what I'm reading and probably talk gibberish to you guys. And we also have the PA fall foliage map starting now for all you leaf peepers out there. PA counties are already seeing their best color. It looks like the northern tier, which are looking at Wayne, Susquehanna, Bradford, Tioga, Potter, are in the orange, so they're all looking good. Lackawanna County, Luzerne County, Pike County in our area you know, are showing in the yellow, and then we still have the south of us in green. So orange is the best color, and yellow is approaching best color. So it looks like the northern tier of Pennsylvania, if you're looking to do something this weekend, if the weather permits, if the weather allows it, if you're one of the leaf peepers that like going up, for our area here in northeast Pennsylvania, I would suggest taking a ride out on Route 6 west to the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania. Going out towards, uh, if you don't want to go that far, you can go down towards the Loyal Sox, Loyal Sox State Forest, you know, over near Proctor and Gamble, and then shoot down through there, out to Dew Shore and out through Loyal Sock and all that. Some real nice area out there. Today is Mental Health Day. It's good to notice. Appreciate uh, checking in with that. Let's see what else is going on in history today. I usually I have that uh, set up on my phone as part of my research. With everything going on, I was uh, paying attention to other things. Yes, today is World Mental Health Day. It's National Cake Decorating Day, National Angel Food Cake Day, Handbag Day. Don't tell my wife that. International Stage Managers Appreciation Day, National Face Your Fears Day. So that's what today is. Let's see what happened today in history, since we kind of got that. Um, the U.S. President Woodrow Wilson triggers the explosion of the Gamboa Dyke, thus ending construction of the Panama Canal in 1913 on this day. In 16... In, not 16, I'm sorry. On this day in 680 A.D., the Battle of Karbala, the grandson of the Prophet Muhammad is decapitated by forces under the Caliphate Yidzi. Uh, it's cut off after that. And in 1967, the Outer Space Treaty, signed on January 27th by more than 60 nations, comes into force. The Outer Space Treaty... And in 1964, the opening ceremony of the 1964 Summer Olympics in Tokyo, Japan, is broadcasted live in the first Olympic telecast relayed. So that's a little today in history. Speaking of it being World Mental Health Day, we have traffic and weather. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Am I ready? Oh, there we go. There this traffic go. update is brought to you by Penn Teledata Internet. We have some various areas of slowing both north and southbound between the Wilkesbury and Scranton area. You're crawling through construction above Waverly on 81 northbound. That is all jammed up. A jam on Wilkesbury Township Boulevard between Blackman Street and East Northampton Street this afternoon as well. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570 883 7269. 
Nikki Stone, W-I-L-K Traffic. Thank you, Nikki Stone from W-I-L-K Traffic. <laughs> Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, dry, low near 40. Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny. Temperatures near up near 65. Thursday, partly sunny to cloudy. Temperatures in the low 60s. Friday, clouds, sun. Temperatures in the low 60s again. It's currently uh, 59 degrees and mostly sunny at 542 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It's 547. Uh, I just saw this posted by the U.S. Attorney of the Eastern District of New York. Now, we know he was arrested, but uh, they're just posting this now, so I don't know if this is an update or not. But Congressman George Santos charged with conspiracy, wire fraud, false statements, falsification of records, aggravated identity theft, and credit card fraud. Now, they're just posting this now, and they have, uh, as alleged, Santos is charged with stealing people's identities and making charges on his own donor's credit cards without their authorization, lying on FEC and, by extension, the public about financial state of his campaign, stated uh, attorney Peace. Santos falsely inflated the campaign's reported receipts with non-existent loans and contributions that were either fabricated or stolen. This office will relentlessly pursue criminal charges against anyone who uses the electoral process as an opportunity to defraud the public and our government institutions, United States Attorney Peace stated. Uh, They just posted that four minutes ago. So that's coming from the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Eastern District of New York on their social media platform on X, formerly known as Twitter. They just posted that there. And uh, as I said earlier, we're starting to get some identities of the Americans that have been killed in Israel. And this is coming from CNN. A mother who shielded her son from gunmen and a pro-peace academic are among the Americans killed in Israel. Deborah... Matias, an American citizen who lived in Israel, was shot and killed by Hamas gunmen while shielding her teenage son from their bullets, her father told CNN. Hyman Katzman, an Israeli-American academic, was hiding in a closet with his neighbor when he was fatally shot, his siblings said. They are among at least the 14 U.S. citizens who were killed in Israel after a Gaza-based militant group launched a devastating attack early Saturday that left at least 1,000 there dead. There are also 20 more Americans in Israel who are currently unaccounted for, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said today. Americans there are among the hostages being held by Hamas, U.S. President Joe Biden said. I've directed my team to share intelligence and deploy additional experts from across the United States government to consult with and advise Israeli counterparts on hostage recovery efforts because because as president, I have no higher priority than the safety of Americans being a hostage around the world, Biden said today. Now, this teen laid under his mother's body for hours. Elon Trone said was on the phone with his daughter when she was killed. Trone, a professor emeritus at Brandeis University in Massachusetts, said his daughter and son-in-law, Deborah and Shlomi Matias, were killed by Hamas militants over the weekend. His grandson, 16-year-old 
Rotomatias Matias was shot but will survive, told CNN. Tron said he was speaking to his daughter when militants infiltrated the safe room the family was in. After she was shot, her body gave, body gave cover to her son. We were on the phone with Deborah as she was killed, Troen said. Now, this is the grandparent. We were on the phone the entire day with our grandson as he lay there first under her body and then found a place to escape under a blanket in the laundry. He was shot in the stomach, he said, but will recover. The brunt of the shot was borne by his mother, he said. The terrorist who came... They had explosives and blew up the front door of their house and then blew out the front door of their so-called safe room. Rotem hid for more than 12 hours after he was shot, texting on his phone to communicate with people who were coaching him on how to breathe and how to manage the blood that was coming out of his abdomen. Trone said, adding, his phone was down to just 4% charged when he was rescued. Deborah Matias attended the Roman School of Music in Tel Aviv area where she met her husband, he told CNN. So the, here's some of the, the tragic, very real stories of, of Americans living in Israel that became victim here. And the tale of heroism of this teenage son who lied under his mother's dead body as she shielded him obviously shooting through her and striking him in the abdomen. Thankfully, he is getting the medical attention he needs right now and is in for a life of uh, obviously traumatized emotional issues that uh, will no doubt haunt him. A 21-year-old Israeli-American soldier, Israeli-American Roy Weiser, was killed during Saturday's attack. His mother, Naomi uh, Weiser told CNN, Weiser 21 was a sergeant who served in the 13th Battalion of the Gol Golani Brigade and was stationed at the border crossing. He died how he lived by putting others first, and when his base was overrun by terrorists, he went on his own to divert their attention, allowing others to escape. Because of his bravery, at least 12 other soldiers are alive today, the mother said. And again, these are very, there's pictures of them. And again, this is coming from CNN. Families of missing Americans plead with U.S. government for help. The families of Americans who are missing pleaded with the U.S. administration to help locate their loved ones and bring them home during a press conference from Israel Tuesday. Some American families have been voicing concern that their loved ones are possibly being held hostage. CNN has not been able to independently verify those reports. I love you, I'm sorry, are the last messages 23-year-old Hirsch Goldberg Poland sent to his parents before they lost contact with him, his parents said during a news conference in Tel Aviv. He had been at the Nova Music Festival when Hamas attacked, and he hid with other attendees in a bunker. He helped throw incoming grenades out of the shelter, his parents said, citing witnesses' accounts. Unfortunately, what we found out about Hirsch was from these eyewitnesses is after his gun after the gunfire situation sometime around eight or a bit after eight his arm was blown off or from his elbow down said the parents um, but nobody has been recovered yet as of yet again these are the the harrowing situations and, and there's actually from Tel Aviv at the Ritz Carlton in Tel Aviv 
relatives of U.S. citizens missing Saturday's surprise attack Hamas in the uh, had a news conference, and they have large pictures of their loved ones in front of them, very reminiscent of of our 9/11 here, where family members held pictures and asked for answers from us. Again, different circumstances, but the same circumstances. You also have a uh, born in Los Angeles, Danielle Ben Sr. is a 34-year-old Israeli-American citizen who lived most of her life in Israel, according to her father. She was working at the Nova Festival with a group of event organizers. Again, from Los Angeles, had dual citizenship, was living in Israel, working the festival, and is missing. There's a whole whole bunch of them, but we're starting to get names and faces to the Americans, most of them American and Israeli dual citizenships, which is not uncommon, not unusual uh, if, you, if you've been there. I have the ability to have dual citizenship with Ireland. Uh, I choose not to, but I can have the ability to that. It's the same thing with Israel. There's, there's circumstances, I believe, if your parents were born there, even though you weren't born there, if your grandparents were born there, even though your parents or you weren't born there, you can apply for dual citizenship in certain countries. So it's not unheard of, but regardless, they're Americans, and we need to do whatever we need to do to help retrieve them if they're being held hostage and hold those accountable for harming any American there, which happens in conjunction, side by side with Israel. They are not asking for American boots on the ground. They are not asking for our soldiers to risk their lives. They are just asking for us to support them and stand out of their way while they do it. But when it comes to Americans, we obviously need to go in and do what we need to do if that calling comes. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Somebody learn how to pot. I'm sorry. Every time I hear Happy Gilmore, (laughs) the music at the end of Happy Gilmore, when we're saying goodbye to Chubbs, it gets me. Happy Gilmore, a great movie. Bob Barker will be missed. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show. Had to end it on a little bit of a cheery note at least. Uh, a lot of deep discussion today. Hopefully there's a little better news tomorrow to bring to you guys. I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be uh, a lot different than today, but uh, you never know. Put things in God's will and uh, things can only get better, regardless of who you pray to. Pray to whatever God you want. But I think we need a little bit more of that now in the world. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show. We'll see you tomorrow. Do it again. God bless. Be safe and uh, take care of each other.